Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What's up, Cowboys Nation, and welcome to another episode of the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast, brought to you by Fansided and the official podcast of the LandryHat.com. On today's episode, we are joined by our good friend and host of the All Even Podcast, Barry Grant Jr. We basically talk about the Brandon Cooks trade throughout this uh, this whole episode. It was really fun. It kind of spider webs off into. What does the Brandon Cooks trade mean for the rest of free agency? How will that change our our draft board at the 2023 NFL Draft at the end of April? Uh, All that and more. It's a a great time. Um, You can uh, find Barry Grant Jr. online. Just search All Even Podcast uh, on YouTube or any of the social medias. He will pop up. And then for us, well, this is our our, Sunday live show. We do a show on Sundays at 3 p.m. PST, 8 Wait, 6 p.m. EST or 5 p.m. CST. And then we also do a show on Wednesday uh, at 6 p.m. PST, 8 p.m. CST, 9 p.m. EST. I got that out. Uh, but basically go to anywhere on any social medias at Cowboys Can Fan. You can follow us there or on YouTube or Google. Just search Cowboys Can Fan. We will pop up. Um, and both us and and all even podcast Barry Grant Jr. are part of the Grid Network, so you definitely want to check that out as well. If you like more than just the Dallas Cowboys, and want to hear a bunch of intelligent, brilliant sports minds chat, um, all types of sports. Check out the Grid Network. That's G R Y D, and then the word network. All right. Um, oh, and that's it. I think. Yeah, we can hop right into the podcast. Let's go. Right. Big day, big day, big day. Yeah. 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 I'll just bring that down, Anthony. <laughs> I want to let you speak. You're OOO today. I'm OOO, and I, know, I can't hear the music, so I don't know when we're stopped. So I kind of usually let one of you guys lead out, but I guess we're done with the intro. I guess everyone could hear me in the, in the pregame there, but... That's all good. Before we get into this, let's crack one for the big trade today, boys. Woo! Crack them if you got them. Especially if you got them, son. Or, or sipping, hey. sipping. Brandon Cooks to the Dallas Cowboys for a fifth round pick this year, 2023, a sixth round pick in 2024, and then the Texans even ate yeah. some of the cost. That's pretty. Hey, man, I'm, I'm just going to say it right now. I think it's a good trade. I know there's obviously two sides to everything, but mm-hmm. I don't hate it yes we 
kind of all wanted a different guy, but I don't think it's a terrible trade, and I don't think it. I think the front office is trying at least. What, what I think is really uh, um, funny about it, it, like, is the is what the uh, Texans wanted, what three, four, or five months ago, and what they ended up getting for him is is pretty pretty funny. I'm not saying that they would have gotten what they were asking for. Obviously not. That's not the case, but. Um, Quite a quite a difference in value, or or what the package that the the Texans un, ended up getting at the end well, of the day. Well, people were, people were screaming for us to trade for him last year before the trade deadline. I mean, the only reason we didn't was because of his guaranteed money and his guaranteed salary. So it is nice that that got switched around a little bit. Uh, is that Barry Grant joining? That is, yeah. Is he is is he in here? I know I know Barry is not happy with this trade, but realistically this front office wasn't giving up a number two for anyone and they're they're penny uh penny pinchers steven jones aka cap boy aka bandwagon boy one cap and cap he we just know that he doesn't make those moves so i'm still i still think brandon cooks can help this team even if it's not the deal or the player that a lot of us wanted yeah, well, we're, you uh, announced him, but let's officially welcome a Barry Grant Jr. of the All Even Podcast and a uh, brother in arms on the Grid Network. Um, Barry, we were dis- discussing in our own personal Grid uh, WhatsApp convo today, but I think it's a better conversation to have out here on the air where we can uh, let everyone in on our secret conversation. So, um, first of all, give us your give us your initial thoughts and. And maybe, I don't know if things have changed since we chatted earlier today, uh, but go ahead. Give us your rundown. First off, don't try to give me no pleasantries, okay? <laughs> no type of pleasantries. I'm coming in here to fight and fight you, okay? What I, what I have here, hold on. What I have here is my briefcase of evidence, okay? Oh, jeez. <laughs> my, my briefcase of evidence, okay? I'm gonna is it empty? Brief, I'm going to open this briefcase, and I'm going to reveal what is in this briefcase. So I can f- fight AJ today. This is what's in this briefcase. Okay. <laughs> oh shit. Now, oh snap. Okay. Okay. I now, see. Let's not. A, let's let's go into the conversation. So when when the trade happened, you know, I broke it in the chat and I wasn't happy about it, right? Because let's just get this out of the way. Brandon Cooks is a very very good football player. That's not what we're disputing here. He's good. He's one of the the few receivers that had what what, what he has six thousand yard receiving uh, seasons in seven eight years or whatever it is. Yeah, he's a very good receiver. The problem that I'm having is that, and also the value that the Dallas Cowboys got him for, great, right? The problem that I'm having is that he is an over the top type of guy, right? Speedster, he's a little undersized, and mm-hmm. what we need is a big body receiver, some guy that a guy that can be able to run good routes. Brandon Cooks is not a great route runner. He doesn't have an he doesn't have an extensive route tree. He doesn't. And Dak Prescott is a timing quarterback. He needs things to be timed. Everything has to be precise. He doesn't have the great footwork. So if a guy needs to be there, he's going to be there. This is why I was just angling, pleading, begging for D-Hop because D-Hop is the perfect quarterback eraser. It doesn't matter who's behind center, he's going to catch the football. It doesn't matter who's there. It doesn't matter what play it is. It could be a broken play. D-Hop will be there because he has short hands. He runs some of the best routes in, in the NFL behind Amari Cooper and Devontae Adams. Those are things that a guy like um, 
Dak Prescott needs. And if you're going to go all in for the next two years, why not get him? And he's right there for the taking. So if you gave up a fifth and a sixth, why not just pony up the third or fourth and go get you the hop? Barry, 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 you know why. <laughs> I, I, you, listen, you, know, you we, know why we know why, but I was yeah. trying to I was trying to explain to AJ this morning that reason. And he he didn't want to listen. He did not want to listen to <laughs> us being Dallas Cowboy fans for a long time. Well, I, I turned off on the call. I, I was again like I was I was starting to listen to Barry. And then as soon as he called my boy uh, Alex out for when Barry said the words, I've been a fan longer than you. I was just like, okay, and now I have to automatically side with Alex no, as much as I don't want to. But it wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't a slight at Alex. I was basically saying that he hasn't seen the gaslighting as much as we have seen it over the years of being a Cowboys fan, right? Like, he's still in that honeymoon phase where things are going good, the team is looking good, they're winning games. It's fine. We have seen a different version of the Dallas Cowboys way before this. And we came from an era where Jerry used to make big deals. He went from making big deals to not making any deals after that car, after that car deal. So it's like, all right, cool. You know what we need. And it's like, okay, we made a trade here. Is the fan base happy now? And everybody's, oh, we got, we got Brandon Cooks. We got Brandon Cooks. Not realizing that Brandon Cooks helps but he doesn't really put us over the top in regards to what we really need. And that's where I'm coming from. I like the trade. Hey, it's a good trade. But, man. I th- dude, was, yeah, go ahead. A, sorry, Barry. The big mistake. But go ahead. No, okay. So, I would say, first of all, I think you – I think because you guys have been scorched so much, that's why you have this – the different outlook. <laughs> I, I, I'll totally agree with that. I'll yeah. totally agree with that. Now – no one can really argue, though, that history aside, this year has been a really good offseason. And, and I, I know it's only my third one with the Cowboys, but, you know, I've, I've read enough in the past and heard enough from uh, other from everyone else in Cowboys Nation that I, I know it's it's they don't, they're penny pinchers. And I get that this has been a good push, a promising push. And I'm not saying go ahead and and apologize to the front office, but. Let's be happy with what's happening. Yes. I, I, w- I would, I'm still not against getting D hop. If, if it comes on the board, if that was a, if that was an opportunity, that's even gone. that's gone, I, it is, that's I'm just serious. saying it's yeah. gone. It's not going to happen, but, but, but I'm saying if it, if it was still there, I'd still go, I'd still say go for him. So I'm not against D hop either, but I, I do see cooks as a massive upgrade in on that position. It was, it's a, it was a position that needed to be, renovated and uh now let's also i mean look guys let's look back to week one who put the dallas cowboys put out on the field uh football field week one do you remember yeah Yeah, of course we do (laughs) right lamb brown houston fioco going to that point right alex going back to that point that's that's exactly what i mean by us being gaslit this entire time right we went into the season with one of the worst receiving cores in football. Went into the season. When you could have had sure veterans on the team, they had some guys in free agency that Jerry just did not want to get into, right? Cool. Whatever. That that's that's what it is. You brought in James Washington. You saw what happened to James Washington, right? Yeah. So, and I was big on him and I apologize. <laughs> so, yeah, but time out, but time out, time out, time out. Let's yeah. let's not let's not make James Washington and Brandon Cooks even seem 
like they're in the same ballpark. Oh no, 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 no. Like, that, that, that's like not what I'm Brandon, going. Yeah. Like Brandon Cooks, and I I know where you're coming from, Barry, because I feel the same way yeah. about everything you're saying. Like, I I wanted D Hop really bad, but just watching Brandon Cooks, some of his some of his tape today, the guy can still play. No, he no, he's on, yeah, he's he was good. on one of the worst, if not the worst, team in the NFL last year. Dave Davis Mills was one of the worst quarterbacks. Their offensive line was one of the worst offensive line. The yeah. guys had a thousand yards with four separate franchises. I definitely think with us going towards a West Coast offense, he sure he might not be the best route runner, but those speedy guys across the middle, they're invaluable in a in that type of offense. And I do know I, I totally get what you mean. The Cowboys were never doing a D hop trade because they didn't want to look wrong about the Amari Cooper trade. This now it's like, okay, we got a guy who's decent for a, a fifth and a six. See our trade last year of Amari Cooper mm. wasn't as bad as, as you guys right. think it was. That's they're trying to, they're trying to take a little bit of um, sting. Yeah. They're trying to take a little bit of sting off of that Amari Cooper trade. They're, they're not going to trade for a second for D hop when people are going to be like, well, you should have just kept Amari Cooper instead of trading for a fifth. Yeah. yeah. But that, that's not even where I was going to go in regards to the regular, like how it started. Right. So mm -hmm. we, we don't have a receiver. We go into the deadline. We're looking for a receiver, right? We tried to get uh, Cooks at the deadline. We all know what happened. Jerry Jones didn't like the deal that was that was there. He didn't take it. Then we heard, the, you know, time ran out, right? We all know what happened. But my issue was you brought in Hilton. You brought you brought in the you know, a veteran receiver. I think that you could have did that prior, but it's always about price for Jerry, and that's that's the thing that bothers me is that. These guys were there already. So could you imagine if we would have had a T.Y. or another veteran receiver to start the season? Like, True. we probably wouldn't have had those issues in regards to who's getting open or Noah Brown getting 55 catches this year. <laughs> Noah Brown would have just been a, a blocking receiver like he's supposed to be, right? Yep. So this is these are my problems in regards to like, – it has nothing to do with Brandon Cooks. It's just about – how they go about business and they tell us that they're that they're doing the best they can when they're not. And we know that. That's the yep. problem that I'm having. So this Brandon Cooks deal, it's a home run deal. It's a it's a good value. They are paying six million dollars out of the eighteen million dollars. So we're only playing twelve. And that's great. That, that it's all home runs for the Cowboys at this point. But me, I'm always looking ahead. I'm all you know, my my vision is always wider and I'm like, we still need a big body route running receiver this guy is going to be able to help with the underneath stuff because he's very good in regards to like the first five yards he can get separation but we need somebody to be able to make plays when the play breaks down and a lot of times plays break down receivers have to come back to the ball and make something happen and a guy like d hop makes those things happen that's why you know me and aj were going back and forth with odell Odell has that type of ability, broken play, big play ability, and those are the receivers that we need. We need somebody like that. But do you think, like, I, I don't know. I get the D-hop argument, but the Odell argument, there, it's a bit harder for me to decide with. Like, yeah. I honestly don't think Odell and Brandon Cooks are that much, that farther away from each other. I think D-hop is the type of wide receiver that we're missing, whereas, like, I still don't think I don't I I, I think D Hop's in a higher tier than OBJ. One hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, D Hop is in the is in the Devontae Adams type of right. category, right? What I'm saying is that OBJ, when he's on the field and he's right, he commands attention. Brandon Cooks, 
when he's obviously he's a good receiver, but he doesn't command that type of attention. You saw what the Rams offense looked like pre Odell and then after Odell. Right. It made everything easier for everybody involved. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's the type of factor that guys like that bring. Whether you're going to see Odell wherever he lands this year, he may not have a you know, 1500 yard season, but just the, 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 the essence or the aura of Odell being there, just him being there is going to open it up for everybody else. And that in itself would be great for Dak Prescott because it's going to open up the field. It's going to allow guys to not double team as much and not, and not sink into a zone. And you, we all know that he has problems reading the zone at times. So those particular things, that's what I'm looking at. I'm just, I'm looking ahead. You know so yeah, you're pretty, you're, you're pretty sorry, AJ, you go. All, all I like, I, I, we want that big body receiver for sure. But if we're looking yeah. at it on a checkboard, Cooks checks off a lot of things that yes, he does. that that we can utilize. So, hundred percent. I also think. Put, let me let me put this scenario: if we if we traded a second for D Hop, he checks off one more box at the very least, which would be the big body receiver and probably a few other things too. However. With this Cooks deal, we still have that second-round pick, and I don't know how uh, accurate the actual mock draft on PFF's going to be, but there's a handful of really good or potentially really good big-body receivers available um, with the in that second round if we if we choose to go that route. Uh, so this has a, an impact on on the draft, and what what I mean to say is, with Cooks, we can still go and get that big body receiver with this with the second round pick instead of kind of getting to uh, putting two of those eggs in the DeAndre Hopkins basket. Yeah, I, I I get that part of it, AJ, but I think we we were having a conversation as well. Is that that is a sound plan, but I don't want to rely on children. <laughs> that that's that's just my thing. Like I rather. If you're gonna get a guy like Hop, and and um, you know he's gonna check all of those boxes, you can find somebody that can be able to play a Brandon Cooks role, right? Totally. And, like, and the, sure. there's more there, there's yeah. more Brandon Cooks type right. receivers exactly. in, in the draft that like, have that same speed and exactly. that ability. Exactly. Than there is like a De- DeAndre Hopkins. So like, that's, that's the one thing that is weird about the trade. I kind of. Yeah. That it's funny that you bring it up. It's the one kind of weird thing for the trade because I find that there is a lot more slot receiver type guys yes. in this draft. So I feel like you probably could have found one of those guys. Absolutely, but then you're going first. Easier. Then you're going first or third round with with that. And I don't like I don't I, you know the second round just feels like a sweet spot for that that. Pick and mind to you too, we we have to remember Turpin is still here, and Turpin can have a bigger role in the offense that he should have this year because. The guy's a weapon. Now, he's not just a, a punt returner or a kick returner. He can be able to catch passes. And just like how they used to, I'm not comparing him to Tyreek Hill in no way, shape, mm. or form. But when Tyreek Hill was a was a rookie, nobody saw Tyreek Hill coming. They just knew that he was fast as hell. And yeah. putting a guy like that in certain situations on the field is going to keep your defense honest. And that's why the Chiefs were so dynamic that first year with Tyreek Hill because you didn't know what the hell was going to happen. If he was going to be a decoy, if he was going to take the top off of the ball, like all of those things. And the fact that we never used Turpin this year really did our offense a disservice, honestly. So I'm hoping that next season he can be able to be a little bit more involved in the offense. And then you're going to have your underneath receiver, your weapon, your gadget guy. And, you know, you still are missing that big body receiver. That yeah, there, sure thing. But, but you know what I mean? I guess I was going to say 
Kansas City's never really had that guy, but they have Kelsey, who's basically right, that, 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 guy, that, that, that guy. That's that guy, exactly. That's that he's, guy. So He's basically you, a wide receiver you, and a tight end all in one. So are you mm-hmm. guys against maybe... There's a lot of this is another thing. There's a lot of good wide re, or, uh, receiving tight ends in this draft. Yeah, and maybe this, maybe that's a route they're deciding to go possibly in the second. Like AJ, it's possible. Do you, yeah. Would you take a big receiving tight end in the second now with us getting Brandon Cooks instead of say an OBJ or a D Hop? Yeah, if the, if they're so, I'm trying to get this point across in a way that people will agree with me. So you guys tell me if it works for you, okay? Okay. If you're no. dra- <laughs> if, if you're drafting a a tight end for the tight end position, then you you definitely cannot overlook blocking. But if you're drafting a tight end to play more of a receiving weapon, then you can overlook their blocking and in that though, of course you would want to have a playbook that is set up for that so you utilize that strength and you can get away with um having you know an extra blocker or, or sorry losing that extra blocker and having to move the ball quicker so in that kind of package i i would be drafting a tight end but i'd be drafting him as a receiving weapon in that case and, yeah, and i think that, that 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 exists yeah oh, of course for sure definitely Oh, hi. I'm Fake Jerry Jones. Whenever I'm relaxing in my office, I like to listen to the sweet serenade of my favorite Hawaiian tunes while I check out the latest Cowboys Can Fan podcast. This one has been a gooder. Anyways, these boys need to pay some bills, so hang on while we get through some ads. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Well, now that those ads are finally over, we can get back to the podcast. And I can get back to salting my McMuffins. How about them Cowboys? I I agree. And you know what? A lot of blocking, you're never really going to take a tight end in the the top four rounds who's predominantly a blocker. I feel like a guy that squeaks in in the fifth to seventh is basically picked up by his blocking abilities where you're hoping that you can kind of teach these guys how to block. I don't think they're blocking much in... In college, I think most of these guys that go in the top high rounds, they've put production on the field. So most of these guys that you get coming out, like a Dalton Schultz in the fourth round, and uh, even, I mean, the tight ends we got last year, they're they're decent at blocking. So if you're going to gamble on a guy, definitely go for the play playmaking ability on him. Right. Because I, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I think I think that's a uh, a way that you can also get a big body. Tight ends are just naturally big and I mean everyone wants a Kelsey, so like if if the aim is to draft someone who's like that, um then of course, yeah, it, it all makes sense. But actually having that work out and, and that player develop into that type of 
uh, tight end. That's very rare. Otherwise, teams would be doing it all, all the damn time, right? And they right. try. What's we the, try. But and remember what's the too, earliest, what's the earliest we're going wide receiver now? You think, guys? Like what? What? What would make sense now in the draft? Second, I, think, I guess you could I still think go. They can probably they can probably go a little a little past the second now. The fact that you have um, cooks in hand. You're you're still waiting on Tolbert, right? Like yeah. who knows what Tolbert is going to be? He can come back. We've seen a lot of receivers in history not get it the the first year. The the game is too fast for them. It needs to slow down. And then by year two, you know they've caught up. They understand what their role is, and it's it's a brand new guy. So yeah. you know Tolbert can really step up and be that guy this year. So I don't necessarily believe that you have to um, reach for a wide receiver, but. If it's best player available on the board and he's there, mm. why not? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who is that guy? Who is that guy that we took in a couple of our mock drafts? AJ uh, Michael something. He was like six foot. Mayor. I can't. No. You're asking what AJ to remember a name of the, per- <laughs> of the and, and be able to tell you the name of the person that we took. <laughs> Hang on. In one of our mock was, drafts. I think he was. I think he was in the, our mock two. We took him. Adam took him, and he was the only guy that was uh, an A for us. We took him in the fourth round in our in our second mock round. I can't remember his name, but I, he was like, he was a bigger wide receiver. And if a guy like that, falls not H N, not H N no, is H-N's small. Yeah, H N is small. who he took. I, I would know the name. Who, of Ma- Michael Wilson. Michael Wilson. That's who Ad took was Michael Wilson right. in the fourth. So I, a guy like that, he's he's got some stats on him, and if he if he falls to the fourth, I think that's the perfect time to maybe maybe yeah. take a gamble on a on a wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, I think that like this trade or any trade would like the any wide receiver trade would have had a, a shakeup. So, but the fact that we were able to keep seven uh, a pick in each round, seven draft picks, and um, just gave up those two fifths this year. I mean, to be honest, I I, I mean I am a hundred percent in that honeymoon moon phase, but I'm very Barry. You gotta give me a little because I'm pretty. <laughs> I'm, I'm letting you live, man. Okay, it's fine. It's I, I'm, fine. I'm I'm just I'm very happy with. Uh, I, there's still holes to fill, but just adding Gilmore, adding Cooks, um, and it could have been a couple different wide receivers, but this is the one who we who they ended up trading for. I mean, I'm pretty happy with with the direction right now. It, a lot of it is going to come down to the draft, and um, I think people are are uh, shaking up their draft board now because that wide that wide receiver position and that cornerback position have kind of been at least band-aided or or plugged Short enough that yeah you don't really need to. I think this gives uh, the front office they don't need to make any large jumps on the board now. They they won't have to feel that pressure. If wide receivers start going off the board, you're let you can right. just sit there and 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 uh, take it. And it really increases the the potential of Bijan Robinson coming to to Dallas. Um, I yeah. that might not be the smartest pick, but it also is a sexy pick, and Jerry likes sexy. Hey man, uh, t- people saying a, a a running back in the first isn't a good way to go at twenty six. Bijan Robinson, I I don't think it's a terrible thing with less losing Zeke if you can get even close to Zeke's production that he had his first four years man, from the 26th pick. We'll take yeah. that, man. Right. And and also, too, what a lot of people are not realizing is that with Zeke gone, man, our pass pro is really going to need some work this season. You're like, losing, you know, you're losing yeah. offensive linemen almost. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I, I think that they need to they need to really make sure that they shore up that blocking because – 
it's gonna it's gonna look a lot different this this year, guys. A lot. Well, maybe a lot. Totally. maybe maybe in that case we don't. We just gotta look the other way if a uh, receiving tight end shows up. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just just draft it, draft that tight end just hey. so that we can get some blocking. Exactly. Uh, one thing I will say about the wide receiver though. A move that the Cowboys would have made in a, a few years ago, and this is why I'm kind of liking the Brandon Cooks. I'm surprised they didn't just sign Thielen or Adam Thielen or Thielen. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Here's another watch one, it. Barry. <laughs> well, watch it. I'm, su- I'm surprised. I'm surprised they didn't just sign him and be like, okay, there's the fix. You know, like I'm. I'm still glad sure. that they tried to at least get someone that can actually come into the lineup and still be a good player. You know, not yeah. just a, not just a here here you go there there's a little a little nibble you know we did something <laughs> like at least they they did and maybe this maybe you're, I'm falling right into what you're saying they've <laughs> exactly <laughs> you, you fell you fell right right into the pipe piper trap you fell into it all right both of you guys are going off the cliff right now you're both hey, going off the cliff Barry it's called Canadian optimism <laughs> that's what it is it's Canadian it's, optimism yeah you I know what some of that why we're so optimistic actually you deal with the same thing in uh New York but it's we're co- coming into spring, so everyone's like, everybody's happy. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> blue skies, baby. Sun's out, yeah, sun's out. <laughs> Here, here's are uh, starting to sprout. Here's a question I have, and it might be hard to answer because it's it's pretty open. But how can this, like, how can this go wrong? How can how can the Brandon Cooks trade go wrong? Like, re- realistically, I mean, sure, he injures himself, knock on wood. Gonna and, see uh, torn ACL in yeah. the first week of training camp. But like, I let's think, say that's off the yeah. table. Let's say injuries off the table. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't know anything about this guy's character. I've never heard anything bad. But he's been on five different teams, or this will be his fifth team. It seems like all the trades were value trades. Like they got a lot for him, except for this last one. Uh, yeah. yeah. Here's the thing uh, about Brandon Cooks. It's not a he doesn't have a character problem. He's not a bad locker room guy. It's none. It's nothing like that. The issue with Brandon Cooks is that he's a jag. And Go what on. a jag is, is just a guy. Yeah. He's just the, so uh, the fact that he are just the guy, every team is going to look at you as that you're you're replaceable. They can be able to get cheaper at that position, move on from you and find a guy that could be a slot receiver that can take the ball, that can take the top off the ball. They might not be as good or efficient, but they'll take the chance at uh, developing a younger guy, a cheaper guy, than have you on board. That's the problem, is that Brandon Cooks has never been a malcontent anywhere he's been. He was good with the Saints. He was good with the Patriots. He was he was good with the Rams a little time that he was playing with them. He was good with the Texans, but it's just one of those things where he's the, he's just the guy. You know what I'm saying? We, so that's, we, just, we just need him to be just the guy. Yeah, yeah like exactly. We, so, we, like, so it might be good fits. for us. It yeah, fits. It might be it good fits. for us. There's a there's a lot of ifs with us, right? It's like, all right, cool. We know that CD Lamb is a sure thing. We understand that. But if Michael Gallup can get back to uh, you know, prominence, if Tolbert can be able to show some life in regards to his NFL career, if Turpin can be able to, you know, show some signs of the MVP when he when he won the MVP in that other league. Like there's a whole bunch of ifs. 
And that's the thing. I didn't want to have any ifs. I wanted to have a sure thing. Mm. You put D-Hop there, you know exactly what he's going to do. You know exactly what the production he's going to get. And that's what I wanted for this team. Because if we're thinking about a two-year window, he fits that two-year window. And their cap hits were very, very similar in regards yeah. to Cooks and, and, uh, and D-Hop. And that's the thing that, that bothered me the most is that the cap hits are the same. And this guy is way better than this guy. Why not give that for the guy that's better because the cap hurts are the same? Well, that's what yeah. I don't understand. Like, is a second round that important? Like, yeah, to Jerry, it is. To Jerry, it is. It's weird to me. Like, yeah. to me, it's like D Hop saying he'll, they're, they're saying they'll trade him for a second. Right. He's right. saying he'll take, like, he'll work with the team. He right. basically came out and said he wants to play for the Cowboys. He's on Des Bryant's IG live, basically saying, yo, I'm here. Come get me. Micah just, Parsons talking to yeah, him. Yeah, it just, it just, yeah. I agree. Like, it's one of those moves that, it really would say we're we're in it to win it this year, right. and that that's what bugs me. Like if if you get that's the clips exactly of, you get the clips of Jerry Jones, I would do anything to for another Super Bowl, whatever the hell he's saying. That's yeah. not true. You you, you right. wouldn't do everything. I agree because yeah. if you were willing to, you right. would have traded hey, for DeAndre Hopkins. I I uh, I I think that definitely you know makes sense, and it, not that it changes anything because this is the scenario, but I. I have to agree, like, that's a, a good way of breaking it down to see. Because I'm looking at it from, like, oh, a a 10-year perspective, right? Like, it makes sense to hang on to draft picks because it can pay off later. But when you spin it in that sense of, like, but Jerry said this very thing where, I, no, I, I'm, I'm in it, I want to win now. Yeah, I guess that doesn't really prove it. Um, right. If you wanted to prove no, it, it you would go in with the, that. You would hold it. You trade. You trade a second and a fourth to to get it if it if it it's, pushed it's, it over it's the basically, top. Basically, it's talking out of two sides of your mouth. That's all it is. It's, yeah. yeah, I want to win. I'm going to do everything here, and then you're all like, "Well, I need, I need to keep these draft picks." Like draft picks don't help you now. We saw what the Rams said. F them picks. They, yeah. they mortgage mm-hmm. all of their picks to get a Super Bowl. And guess what? Nobody can ever look at the Rams and say, oh, man, that team is a dumpster fire now. They may be, but they won the Super Bowl. So if they're going to retool and rebuild, who gives a shit? They got the ring. Yeah. And that's what it's about. Yeah, it's it, I mean? it, it could be a little bit of that ego of wanting to have back-to-back uh, wins uh, again because they've, they've been there, like the Cowboys have been there before. So not betting the house for one year to win the Super Bowl and then having the I don't even season. think it's – I don't even think it's that, Adam. I really don't. You want to you want to know what I really think it is? Guys? Yeah, I do. And then I have a, I, a couple of people in chat yeah. have been asking stuff that I've wanted to pop in, but I don't. I didn't want to interrupt anyone besides okay, cool. Alex. So go ahead and say <laughs> go 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 ahead and say what you're gonna go ahead and I'll say. Go real quick, say. I'll go real quick, and then we can go to the chat. The the what I truly believe is that Jerry and Stephen want to win their way. They want to say, hey. We go through the draft and we don't spend in free agency and we go this way. This is our method of winning and this is what we're going to do. They don't want to be the copycat league. They don't want to follow everybody else. They don't want to follow the blueprint that everybody else is following that actually works. They want to do something else. And that's the problem that I'm having is that you're telling your fan base you want to win. You're telling your fan base that you'll do everything to win. You're telling your fan base that you're doing all of these things. But at the same time, you're not following suit about how the league is working in regards to big-time free agents, shoring up your offensive line, getting your skill positions, doing all of these things, mortgaging some of your draft picks, your draft capital, and winning. We saw the Eagles do it. They got to the Super Bowl. They lost, but they got there. They traded for A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown's a top 10 receiver in the league. In the yeah. league. Arguably, arguably five. 
Right, exactly. Top five. So that, that's now, what I'm saying. Yeah, it's now, like, now, when the when they when they got AJ Brown, it was like, yeah, AJ Brown, whatever. He was on my fantasy football team. He was injured a couple times. Didn't do shit and uh, didn't really do shit as a Titan. Like AJ Brown, and then this year you're looking at him, you're like, damn, AJ Brown. <laughs> I like. Right. Well, why did I? Why was, didn't I like him as always, much when he wasn't he was a fucking eagle? Yeah, he was always hurting the Titan, but the, but when he was healthy, that he was unstoppable, yeah. and everybody knew that. And that, and when when I remember when they made that trade, I just put my head down like fucking same. Eagles. I was like, please fucking don't Eagles. go. Out. Yeah, I was the same way, man. Fuck, they just got a good a good one. They just so, got a good one. Uh, okay, a couple of thing comments in chat that I want to get your guys' take on, uh, and outside, and and this is a a good point. Cowboys fans for life in TikTok saying Brandon Carr ruined it for Jerry. Yeah, he did. He did. So hundred percent, hundred percent, he did. Okay. Yeah. I mean, at some point, you got to get over that shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 and same with like Morris Clay. So two cornerbacks kind of fucked us. Right. You got Morris Claiborne for trading into the top ten, yep. and then you got you got Brandon Carr, who we who we paid in free agency and was just average. Right. He right. wasn't ter- He wasn't awful, but he definitely wasn't worth what the Cowboys. He didn't live up to the contract. Yeah, yeah the contract that he did not live. I think he's the most. The biggest uh, free agent the Cowboys have signed in the last twenty years, still. Yep. So like they've definitely since Brandon Carr, they've went completely away from trying to find a big name. They've always just been bargain shopping. Yep. It's worked in some places, it hasn't in others. Absolutely. But uh, that's the, it's a good call. That Brandon, Brandon Carr definitely. Yeah. Gave, it's like gave you know you know what Jerry operates like. Jerry operates like the guy that got cheated on one time and then looks at everybody else as that they're like evil people. Like, yeah. yo, just get over it. If you're going to be in another relationship with somebody, you can't keep thinking about the time that you got cheated on. Like, it just, just move on. Move on yeah. and treat it like the new situation. This is a new era. It's a new team, new quarterback, new everything. Just go about it that way. Like, if you're if you're a GM, you're going to make some bad deals. You're going to make some great deals. That's a part of being a GM. You just move on. And Jerry just can't, he can never feel like he lost. That's the problem. When he loses all the time now. Like, we haven't got to an NFC <laughs> championship game in over almost 30 years. That's a problem. Yeah. That's it's a problem. A, it, it's, a, it's a big problem. I think, to, and this is another one from Cowboys Fans for Life on TikTok, he's saying the uh, Cardinals um, weren't going to pay that $6 million that the Texans are. So that kind of goes that, back that into... That was a big deal, yes. That goes back into what you were saying about, like, D-Hop probably... Uh, again, we don't know all of the backroom talks that these teams are having with each other. So it could have been a big thing with D-Hop at first, and Cardinals are like, no, we're not going to pay anything from him. So automatically he's out of... Um, uh, our uh, our our buying power, you know, Stephen and and Jerry, we don't play that way. Like, unless someone's going to pony up and <laughs> uh, and uh, and pay uh, to have one of their players come on our team, I, I don't think it makes a lot of sense. I think right. it's stupid. My biggest thing with Brandon Cooks and and the D Hop situation here, because I actually like the Brandon Cooks trade for Fisk, because I feel like there's still moves we can make in free agency. There's still moves we can make in the draft, so I like it. Um, yeah. I just don't like the fact that they were like looking for the same type of deal that they gave a different team. Like, right. you can't use that. Like, you can't use that to uh, to gauge what what you're going to do for building your team if you're wanting to win the Super Bowl hey, now. I filled the gap, okay? <laughs> there was a gap, and I had to fill it, and there it and, was. And you know what? He probably was future-pacing it. When he said that comment, 
the Brandon Cooks trade was probably basically a done deal. So he's yeah. like, okay, I'm going to get that fifth. I want to make it. I want to make sure people know that that's the type of deal I'm going to look for. And then two days later, we sign. So it's kind of the way Possible. it's yeah. the way that the Joneses, us Joneses, like to manipulate the media. <laughs> um, my question hey, that I th- sorry it it is better though than and I, and again I, I'm not ragging on Thielen because. Thielen's um, look. Yes, you good. are. Yes, you are. Uh, no, I'm just saying. Good. But imagine, imagine though, if that was the signing instead, then no, I if I would, if I would have woke up this morning to us signing Thielen, I would have thrown my phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I would. So I, I guess I would have been the only one that was excited. Yeah, about that. I, Barry, I, I've been I, excited for that. I, I like Thielen. I like. He's Thielen. good, but dude, yeah. like. Come on, man. You're going to see – you listen, you're going to see how bad Jefferson struggles this year without Thielen. You're going to well, see it. Yeah. Guess what, you're though? You're going to see it. Guess what? I had him on my fantasy team, and I don't think <laughs> I played him more than once. He sat on my fucking bench almost the entire season. I'm not so, going to lie. He did, he did on my team. Exactly. So, so guess what? I don't want well, I, had, I had better receivers. I, I don't want him. I, hey. I did have better receivers. Just, so here, okay, oh, before, ahead, before we ahead. keep going down this rabbit hole, the other one I wanted to ask uh, – and Irv Gotti five in the YouTube chat is saying, "Did we let Ty go? So how do we? How does Ty Hilton um, fit into this uh, scheme? Is he gone? Is are we going to resign him after the draft? Depending Dude, on hey, the types of moves, I want to know all hey, three of your thoughts probably, on it. He's probably going to do the same thing he did last year. That's what he's I was going to say. Yeah. yeah, he's going <laughs> to sit back, chill, fuck training camp, fuck September, <laughs> October, November, come back right at the right time, hop right. on a contender, and still make a." Make a splash. That's how I envision him do, doing it. I can't see. I don't think he's going to be back with the Cowboys. I would love yeah. for him to be back, I don't see but there's issue. just too many of that type of player we have on the team now. Yep. I just don't. I don't think he'll be back. Yeah, I agree. I, I I think I agree as well. I think he's one of those guys that can be able to just sit back and wait for the right opportunity to present itself. An injury happens, and you know they 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 have you know a team has some depth issues, and they need a locker room guy or need a guy that can be able to come in there, know exactly what to do, and and fill that role. So I, I don't see Ty coming back. We we have a bunch of tweener guys like that. You know, we're we're if you bring him back, we're gonna have a lot of small receivers, and you just don't want that type of offense because that just leads to dink and dump, and we don't really want to do that. We want to see a little bit more over the top, take some chances downfield this year. Um, you know, we heard that Mike McCarthy is gonna want to run the ball. If you're gonna run the ball, then play action. Play action is gonna be a big thing. So with play action, you want guys that can be able to stretch the defense. So, um, you don't think Ty yeah. and Cooks could stretch the defense together? And Lamb, I don't, I don't think that two guys that size makes a difference. You you need you need some variations in regards to different different body types in regards to receivers. That that's just my opinion. Well, mm-hmm. is CD Lamb CD Lamb now is like our biggest wide receiver by far. Right. Yeah. But like, and 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 CD's not a big dude. No, he's no, t- he's t- he's just he's just shredded. Like right. Noah Brown was kind of the big the big guy there for a bit, you know, big blocking type t- uh wide receiver who could still get in the mix, but right now we we are really missing that guy that can that Anquan Bolden, Look, thick boy yeah, body an receiver. An we need it. We need an Anquan, or even a. I'll take an Anquan and a Larry Fitzgerald. Let's go. To uh to finish the the answer, I agree with the uh with the boys. Um, twisted if you got him, you know. What about what's the chances <laughs> here, brothers of Seti the Any coming back for another cup of coffee Man, in Dallas? That, w- that would be nice. That, that would kind of nice. solve a, a couple. Um. Well, yeah, he would be well. I'd I'd open arm. I'd welcome him with open arms. Yeah, 
because he's another guy that can do a lot. You know, he's a gadget guy, and you need guys like that, man. You need guys that can be that can do a little bit of everything. You know what I mean? He played. He played. He played good football too in Dallas. Absolutely. He didn't get. He didn't get a lot of chance in uh, Miami. They they paid him a stat. Hundred and twenty yards this year, something crazy. Oh yeah, I think like five catches, one hundred and twenty something yards is what he had this year, which is listen with with those two with those two receivers, you weren't getting any looks. (laughs) No, and well, that's the thing. The Dolphins, the Dolphins paid him before they traded for Tyreek Hill, right? Right, right. I'm sure he was like, "Fuck." He got. He got. He got his bag though. He got his bag. He got his bag, man. He got 18. He got crack. We've got him. He got a target per per uh, week in the NFL. (laughs) Unbelievable. <laughs> how much guaranteed did he get? And I need to hear. I need to see that too. The, I don't know how much his contract. Yeah, I don't even know maybe, what the deal looks like. Because maybe we'll be able to get him for a little bit less. Because you know what, you get your money, but then you realize, you know what, the money's nice, but it's also nice to be knowing that I'm I'm killing it in the NFL. Yeah. Which he had a very good season in twenty twenty one with the Cowboys, so maybe he'll come back at a bit lower of a price than other teams might pay him. Yeah. So he got a a twenty two million dollar three year contract. Um, looks like guaranteed. Looks like, uh, of course, it's not easy to find, but um, <laughs> can't see it there. But about this year, he'll be eight million dollars on the books. But how does that work? If they cut him, they're gonna cut him. He they're gets. Him. He just gets the money. Can sign another contract. Oh, here it is. Uh, Twelve point seven five guaranteed. So I mean, that's that's it's no chump change. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think he gets cut. I think he. I, I think they keep him. Yeah, I mean, the, look, if you've paid him, and uh, he he definitely is a good re- receiver, even if they're not using him. So kind of like me on Madden, where I'll just like be greedy and stack a three or four ninety nine <laughs> wide receivers just just to like have them have them there in case a guy gets injured for a couple plays. Uh, yeah, you never know. Maybe a guy gets hurt and then he's back in the lineup. And the only right. way I think the Dolphins get rid of him is if they target. Uh, wide receiver, a certain type of wide receiver in the draft, and then there it becomes a numbers game, right? You, I, how much do they save if they cut him, or is, is that getting too much into Dolphins can fan? <laughs> well, here on wait, I, Dolphins can fan. I really like uh, uh, Mike McDaniel's their coach. Um, and uh, laces out, yeah, <laughs> laces out. <laughs> it, look, um, it looks like he'd have a eight million dollar dead cap if they cut him. So. That I mean, it's not worth it. But a uh, a question about just moves in general. Said he said he could be one of them, but he's not available right now. What are some uh, potential moves that or or uh, moves that you think will happen or that you want to see happen with the Cowboys here in, in free agency pre draft? Uh, I I would love for them. I mean, our running back situation. Crack me is, if you got him. Is yeah, Greg, we've got him. Our running back situation is a little sketchy right now, so I I don't know if it makes sense to bring in a a, a veteran running back or just you know do all your business in a draft. But you you're you're gonna have to try to find a running back that is really good in pass pro. It's well, very what, hard to find a rookie that can do that. Yeah, well, time out so, right now. What so what running back would you grab that's currently a running back right now? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, free was... agent, like a <gasps> free agent. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Let me look up. Let me pull that up. Yeah, who's on the yeah, market? I don't even, I don't even know who's pop, out there. Pop right that now. up. Pop that up. <laughs> if you tell me the list, then I could be able to tell you. Here, let me see. There actually is quite a few. Um, 
quite a few good looking options to be honest. Ezekiel it's just Ezekiel Elliott. Here, here. Okay, but here's the thing. Yeah, I know. Zeke back, Dude, please. This is well. That's that's my point. Is it's there's good um, options, but then it's like, well, aren't we just running into that? the same thing here with some of these backs. Cause they're like, they're in the same position that Zeke Elliott is in yep. a sense. Like they're hitting their second contract. They're in that 27 year range. I mean, there are a few options, but here we go. We got Miles Sanders, David Montgomery, Jamal no, Williams. Sanders, no, is, Sanders is out. He's gone. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what the yeah. fuck yeah, is Mon- this? Not- yeah, Mon- Montgomery's going too. Well, why is this not updated? Sports. The crap site. Spot rack. Sorry guys. We're out of that. You fail. So, the thing with, the thing with Zeke, I honestly think he and his agents wanted to go out and test the free agency market. I maybe agree. there is a, a spot that he does end up back with the Cowboys. I, that might be a lot of hope because maybe he also is going to have an ego saying, I want to go to a different team and I want to prove these guys wrong. So I do think you're like what you said, Alex, is maybe we're doing the same thing with another player as if we just kept Zeke. But it, it's such a muddy, muddy situation with when a guy costs too much and you end up cutting him, the running back market is shitty. Like it's low for the market. Yeah, it is. Uh, the market, it is. like they're they're getting paid not Here, very well. D- Damian Harris um, is what David Lawrence in the chat says. I thought I'm pretty sure. I thought he got picked up too. If if Harris is out there, he's not a bad pickup because he's not a he's not a bad uh, uh, running back for for pass pro. So I, I that would be a decent option. It I would thought be he was. I thought option. he got franchised, or I thought I thought I already got picked up, but I might be. You might, yeah, you might be field. right, but but if he's if he's there, then that that would be a good option. That would be. He's what, he's a very good running back. Yeah. What about Hunt? Kareem yeah. Kar- Kareem Hunt is listen. He's really, oh, really good. I would buy. I, like I, him, I would. I, I'd, if he was on the Cowboys, I'd buy his jersey in a second. I like Kareem Hunt. He's he's, he's really special, but I I doubt that Jerry's going to want to pay whatever he's asking because he he's wants to be a. Lot. a Right, he wants to be a starting running back. He wants to be the guy. He, I, I don't think that he wants to play a secondary role anymore because he played, you know, so play for the years of, uh, uh, behind Chubb. Jam and Williams would have been like, good too. Fuck. Right, and uh, and you know they didn't really utilize him in in Cleveland last year. Yeah, at all. No, I don't. I, I can't see us picking up. I mean, I would pick Kareem Hunt up for a small like one year deal. How? Yeah, but I don't think he'd want that. Here's two oh, other no. names. Damian Harris and that, Devin Singletary. Yeah, so that's what. Yeah, oh, so Damian Harris. Yeah, that's that. okay. I, I didn't. Yes. I didn't say it. One of our chat, uh, our fellow chat member, David Lawrence, said it. Singletary. I have. Singletary. Thought he's, he's small. He's small. Yeah, yeah. I, small. I think you need a pair. You got to pair Tony Pollard with like a, a, a bruiser Hunt yep, or, a bruiser. or Damian Harris. Like I, I wouldn't go Singletary so personally. So da- da- Damian Harris is free and he's twenty six, so he still has yeah, got no, some of that young that young boy. Yeah. That but, young boy and, juice. Like, and, but and, like and he AJ doesn't have said, a lot of carries, neither. But he's going to be looking for more money than the Cowboys are willing Kareem to Kareem or Damian Harris? Both. But you know, I, you know I, what it I is, don't... too? And I think that the running back position right now is so, it's so depreciated in regards to big money that you may be able to get a good running back for a very decent price because David Montgomery didn't go for much, and he's a he was a starting running back for the Bears. Yeah, you know what I mean, like like Jamal Williams had a great year, and the deal that he got was like really like that's five, not it's like what five years yeah, five years or something that's not that much. So it's like there's running backs, and Damian Harris is not as good as Jamal Williams, right? Like he didn't have that type of year, so you might be able to get him for three three and a half, but oh, it's Jerry Williams. Is Jerry willing to pay that three, three and a half? I, that that's the problem. Is I, that 
does he believe that the running back core that we have right now is good enough to go into the season? If he is, he's fucking crazy. We like so, our guys. Um, hey, I want yeah. to I want to draft a a running back for sure, but I think they need to pick up. I would love to have Kareem Hunt, I, but it makes sense. Like, you know, will the Cowboys put the, that money into that position? No, we're probably going to end up with, I mean, I can't, can't even think of who else would be. I'll gladly buy that jersey, saying it right now. Keep the receipts. <laughs> I'm just gonna. Fun. I'm just gonna go buy it and get it made for myself, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> just, just be hopeful, right? <laughs> but I, I would love to see a, a running back of that caliber. Yeah, I mean, of course, yeah, he's the right now. Anyways. Are they waiting to see if they draft Bijan though? Maybe, maybe. Could that be? Could that be what they're doing? I mean, maybe even not Bijan. I mean, you got Gibbs. I believe Alabama is that where he's from. He's another good running back that. What's, that they what's could the other guy? Charbonnet. Yeah, yeah. Charbonnet. Charbonnet. Right yeah, that's Charbonnet. So, uh, someone else in chat was saying sign the Alabama art running back. So yeah. there's a few guys that they could possibly think that they could draft on day two that could po- pr- come in and be cheaper than anyone right. that they're going to get in true. the free agency that's uh, definitely pool. True. Um, no, definitely true. That that might be that might be the strategy, but then again. You know, you, you have to, it's risky, and then you have to make sure that you're shoring up your blocking because mm-hmm. that, that's going to be a concern. Because Tony Pollard is not a great pass pro blocker. He's getting I, better, but he's not, he's not, obviously, every, nobody can be Zeke. You know what I, I mean? So no. we're always going to compare him to Zeke. Yeah. Do, yeah. do we think that, I mean, do you think the switch is to try and, like, regardless of who they bring in, TP20 is going to see more snaps oh, autom- automatically, which I think. 100%. I forget which one we. I forget what we. What what was going on? I think it was maybe his Twitter. Someone was saying that um, TB twenty can't. Uh, well, someone on the Cowboys coaching staff said TB twenty he can't take 30, 30 snaps. And well, we he, don't know. He's a running back. Well, he was a running back coach. Yeah. And Tony Pollard said, "What? Yeah, give that's me, that's give exactly me, what it was. Give me, give me those. Give me those snaps, and we'll yeah. see. Yeah, right. yeah you got you got to put him in that situation because like, I guess they're saying that because he didn't do that. He didn't carry a heavy load in college. He didn't do it in the NFL so far, but it's like neither did Alvin Kamara, and Kamara's a pretty good running back as well. So it's like you got to you gotta see it. You got to see if he can be able to handle it. And if he can, then great. If he can't, then, you know, you, you, you know what you have to use him as. You have to, you know, utilize him in a way, maybe 15 to 25 touches, um, you know, but if he's going to be the guy, you can give him 25-plus touches. You can. Well, you know, and I, and I think that he needs to be more involved in the passing game this year. Yeah, definitely. And and he, um, he is an older uh, running back. Obviously, like, you know, that's funny coming from me. I'm I'm nearing my forty. I'm almost, I'm almost forty here, and I'm saying he's old at twenty six or whatever he yeah, is, twenty seven. But low miles on him, right? So yeah. I think there is a there is an argument to that where he's had like essentially half the amount of carries that he should have in his career right now. So does flat that, tire, maybe, maybe even flat more, tire, maybe though, boys. Flat, flat tire, flat right. Tire, though. Right. He did break. He, he is coming uh, off a broken leg. He I mean, forget I about that. I forget da- about that because da- I was da- half so cut. Yeah, da- David Lawrence in the chat just was mentioning that. But just before the two of you said that uh, he got hurt already. So does that mean he can't? Does that mean that right. he can't handle exactly. the amount of reps? It's possible. It's because po- that's that's a bad injury, man. That's a that bad, like bad. for a running back. For a running back, that's the worst kind of injury that you can have. You know, it's better not an sign, ACL. Better resign him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Franchise tag him. Let's see what he's hey, got. So, 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 uh, 
what do you feel is the the ideal draft one through four? Uh, we do a, a mock draft, of course, every every uh, Wednesday. And and Barry, we're going to be doing a uh, our final mock draft. Is it on draft day? Yeah, we're so we're live streaming the full three nice. days of the draft. We'll get you. Nice. We want to get you in on a on a we're, few times actually. But yeah, we we'll we're going to have a real war room. Yeah, we need you in a war room because yeah. I feel like uh, you uh, you could bring a different perspective than the three of us at times. Uh, even yeah, though sure. you, we won't give you the clairvoyance of being Jerry Jones, that is <laughs> going to be Alex. So, guess, yeah, but, guess what? But <laughs> he he's a wild card. But but uh, right. what we wanted, what I was wondering though, is like uh, one through four. Now that the uh, dust has settled from today, what would be the ideal positions that we're drafting? And you could throw in players if you have a player in mind. But basically, just the position that you would want to draft rounds one through four. Yeah. Um, I- you know, I'm not going to go players, but I, I, I'd go positions. I mm-hmm. think I think if we can be able to get another guard um, in the first round, that would be ideal because depth is important. And yeah. if you can be able to have a lot of depth on your offensive line, then you can be able to get creative. I know we, we weren't big fans of Connor McGovern, but he was a guy that can be able to move around, right? Mm-hmm. So you need somebody that can be able to do that as well. Um, whether they're going to develop there, sit there and develop, or come right in and help, uh, I think that you, you can never be too. Um, you can never have enough offensive linemen. Uh, round two, um, obviously, you want to target running back. If if you can be able to target running back in round two, that'd be really really ideal. Uh, if you get if his if his best player available, BPA. If there's a if there's a wide receiver that's a can't miss guy. Is a big body guy, then you go there. But I think that the the best target would be to to target a, a running back in in a round two, for the third round. Uh, you know that's where you can be able to get a little creative. I I would like to see them possibly draft whether it be another tight end or another cornerback or 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 safety or something like that. That would be ideal as well. Um, just to shore that up, and then in the fourth round. You know, and and the other rounds going after that. If mm-hmm. you can get a quarterback in the fourth round, I think you take him. I think you take a quarterback in the fourth round. I think that 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 is important because although Cooper Rush got a two year deal, I still think that you need to draft a quarterback. You need to keep drafting them. You need to keep drafting them because quarterbacks are currency. Mm-hmm. And if another team likes a quarterback that you have, then guess what? You can be able to trade them and get more picks for them. Whether whatever it's a conditional four, five, or six, it's a pick that you didn't have before. So those are things that uh, I think Dallas should be able to target because Bill Belichick, although he's a terrible free agent uh, guy and doesn't really draft well, it's one thing that he does draft. He drafts quarterbacks year after year because you just need to. And every team needs to needs to take that formula and just keep drafting them. It doesn't mean that you know you're, you're that guy's taking your guy's job, but you never know what's going to happen because how many times have you know Dak been hurt or something happens and we have nobody to turn to? And if we have a quarterback there that's been groomed, that's in the system, that understands what what needs to happen, and he can just step in and be good, that's what you're looking for. So I think if 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 a guy like like Hendon Hooker is there. Um, yeah, you take him. He's an older he's an older guy. That means that he's he's ready. Um, I think that he'll be able to grasp this offense pretty fast. And he's athletic enough and has a good arm and and a decent decent arm enough to be able to 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 be a, a decent backup or solid starter in in the NFL. So I think you know those first 
those picks in those first first uh, few rounds, I think, is important for the Cowboys. Well, the the quarterback and fourth is interesting because look at yeah. Dak Prescott, fourth round, yeah. fourth round pick, wasn't even supposed to be our backup and turned had, out to be our starter. Yeah, yeah, you had t- you had Tony Romo and Kellen Moore both ahead of him on right. the depth chart when he was drafted. Right. Well, come week one in 2016, who's the starting quarterback? Right, Dak, Dak Prescott. So Dak Prescott. It, it it does say a lot to be doing that because Dak's starting to get to that age where he's starting to almost seem like he's missing a few games every year. Yeah. And Cooper rush isn't the net. He isn't the answer after Dak Prescott. So you need to start figuring out what your answer after Dak Prescott is. And I I agree. I think fourth round is the perfect area to start looking at quarterback. I don't like anything higher than that because I agree. I do do think there's too many holes on the team that could be uh, fixed with a top talent in the top hundred hundred picks. But I, I, you kind of did what we've been saying. We said whatever the team did in free agency, they would do the opposite in the draft. They've yeah. kind of targeted defense quite a bit. They got Leighton Vander Esch. They got uh, Don, um, Donald Wilson. They yep. went out and got Gilmore, right? So now I, I honestly think they're going to try to start shoring up some spots on the O-line. They, they lost yep. McGovern, right? So there's a guy that they need to now replace. So they're definitely right. going to be taking a guard or they should be taking a guard in the should top be. four. They de- Absolutely. definitely should be taking a running back because they lost Zeke. And then, uh, like you said, tight end, quarterback in the fourth. Those are all, I think, really smart decisions. And that I, I think the Cowboys should go that route, and I imagine they will unless there's a dude on their board that they just can't pass up on. Exactly, right. Do you right. think for all, Do you think for all those years, Kellen Moore would go to Dak Prescott and say, remember, I gave you my starting, pos- my starting position <laughs> job? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Just like, it, it, but in the weirdest spots, like they run into each other at the grocery store, yeah. or and that's all he yeah. doesn't hey. say hi. He just like sneaks up behind him and whispers it. Remember in his who gave something. you your starting job? <laughs> right, yeah, he's, right. he's looking at uh, uh, low fat wheat thins. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sh- oh hey. <laughs> remember who gave you your starting job? Um, <laughs> just I, remember, I, I'm your guy. <laughs> I'm your guy, Dacky. Adam, what do you what do you think? Uh. What do I think um, for for drafting? Yeah, so I, I I definitely think round one or two we we need to get a halfback. I, I feel I feel now that we've been making these moves, so, uh, so we're not a fullback. On, 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 another no, one actually, I take a fullback. I, I would I would take a fullback too. Fullback on, halfback. Another one that I didn't say. I think we might be able to if we can find a very good nose tackle. Yeah, that would be good too. Ideal. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I see like I got a lot of people are saying Calais Campbell, obviously, yep. you know, he's an end, but if you can get some uh, an interior rushing guy or interior line body, yeah, big body guy. Yeah, that, that's that the, in, the interior D the the interior yeah. D lineman we has come up in a couple of our mock drafts a few times. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean I, I agree with Anth. I think offense for the first three rounds, unless there's somebody like uh like you look at someone in the second round, it's like okay, this this person should not be here we need right. to grab them and then you maybe alter your your uh your game plan but yeah, like porter like porter jr yeah porter somehow um, right won't happen man could you imagine if he fell to us yeah, like, yeah. you're taking you're you're taking him no matter what right yeah exactly so, right? Or, or or even uh not what's uh who's the who's the fast guy uh neil um nolan, nolan, nolan smith nolan smith yeah you yeah, take some you take someone like that where it's like okay you you, you have you have to grab them but um, I wasn't a fan of, uh, of a tight end or like, I wasn't a fan of the tight end idea taking the first or second round, but now that we've kind of been hitting the wide receiver with, uh, Brandon, 
our savior cooks, um, <laughs> then, <laughs> then, then, then that like uh, that you know that ru- that that thick, strong, tight end could also be a, a solid replacement if we can't get that big body. Tell me more uh, about the yeah. smash and dashing. Uh, Tell me more about the thickness. <laughs> uh, he's just gonna be so thick; it's gonna be so hard. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't have any particular. I think, uh, I think a, a, an O lineman. Um, any any O lineman would be great for us to yep. f- to fill those holes again. So what, yeah. so what round you at here, bro? Yeah, you seem to be. In the, an, you're I'm, in the seventeenth round, Adam. Yeah, because I'm. 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 I'm Stephen. He's just throwing stuff out. There. Yeah, I'm Stephen Jones. I, I, I know that I'm not. He's the an one ideas who's man. The, I'm not the guy who's going to be making the decisions. My daddy's going to be making the decisions on who we actually sign. I, I, I'm just throwing names out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Put it on there. Hey, Dad, I want this guy. This guy. This yeah, guy. I, I, I think that it's just still, like Christmas. It's, it's, it's too far away. But I mean, the say Stephen, could, stop just saying positions to me. <laughs> hey, first off, so, fuck you. Second, fuck you too. I okay. keep I keep I keep coming back to uh running back, wide receiver, one two, either way. And then linebacker, defensive interior. Okay. And now that is strictly based on the fact that when I draft on a PFF mock draft, it that's what I Pretty much, <laughs> those are the BPAs for those are the BPANs. Barry, <laughs> unless, you're mo- unless you're mock drafting with us, and AJ tells us he wants to go running back, wide receiver, and then makes us draft the defensive end. <laughs> hey, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, th- sh- shit happens, but th- and it and it. Uh, I also though love um, the idea of going for a guard too, because there's a couple good guards available in the second yeah. round. So like, watch pit baby. Right now though. I'm a, I feel a little panicked because I think there's there's too many holes to plug, and and uh, the days are counting down, and and I really want like okay, so now we got we got cooks like that that um, as we agreed checks off some boxes at least, but there are a lot of other boxes that need to keep, be checked, and the more that we talk about it, uh, like just going through this little uh, round table here, it's like. Oh shit! There's there are quite a bit of needs because even if you once you're like okay great um, running backs settled well remember what happened last year when Hankins and and LVE went down and the right. middle of the field opened right up for the fucking Jaguars so right. mind you they ended up finishing the season pretty strong but yeah do you think we're do you think that we would at all trade up for uh, Behan? It's possible. It'd be sweet. It's very possible. I mean, like you know. I'm trying. I don't, tra- I'm tra- I'm I don't tra- find. I'm, they, I don't I'm, find they. I don't think. I think Cowboys have alleviated the need of the front office pressure of moving up if so, if things are getting but close. With, like I think that. we're more likely to move back. To be right, honest, move, true. Back I think we're more likely to, to say at 26 that Gibbs is still on the board, right? And and Bijan's not. I think they're more likely to maybe move back to like 30th or and get a couple more picks. 29th, yep. Get a couple picks or maybe even. Early into the second, you right. never know if they think it. It all depends what they're targeting, but if they're targeting a running back in the first round, which they probably won't be, they might just trade back. But there's going to be there's so many good players going to be available at 26. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised even if they moved up three three spots to pick the guy yeah. they wanted. Like right. that's the best part about the draft is you really don't know. Like look at us uh, when we, the year we drafted Micah Parsons, we traded back with the Eagles and you're like, 
what do you do? And you trade with the Eagles. Then it's like, oh, my God. I'm like, take Micah Parsons, take Micah Parsons. And then we trade with the Eagles. I'm like, oh, my God, we're not going to get him. And right. we still ended up getting him, right? So the draft is such a, a whirlwind. And I kind of – I hope it's like that this year. At again. least like, at least this year like we'll have, like, our own draft war room. So we can – we'll have all the stats right available for us. We'll have, like, 18 different screens going. We'll see what's who's up, what the news is. Like, when Anth and I were at the draft, we were fucking wasted. And we were like, who <laughs> – Wasn't even paying attention. We were like, oh, it's the Cowboys Rebel King. Woo! Tyler Smith. Oh, woo. you got what? you got blinded by oh. like, and then I got blinded like, and I couldn't see. <laughs> okay, Ant, you got to give us you got to give us your reaction on him. I'm like, I don't even know anything about this guy. Okay, we'll just just talk. Okay, I'll talk. <laughs> go celebrate with someone. So yeah, at least celebrate someone. Yeah, at least this at least this year we'll uh, we'll um, we'll be able to uh, we'll be able to have some some specific conversations as it's well, happening. Hey Barry, are you available Wednesday night? Because we're going to do our fifth version of our mock draft. I know it might be a little bit late for you, but we would love no. to have you in the war room for for Wednesday night. If you guys want me on, bro, I'll be there. Oh, yeah, of course yeah. we want you on. We remember, got, got remember, Barry, remember, you and I went on a Grant. date. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it was, it, and it was, it was very nice. It was very yeah, nice. The, the chicken was amazing. Chicken was amazing. <laughs> hey, good conversation. Okay, so, but that's code. Before we get out, before we get out of here, I want to ask all you guys to grade the trade that happened today. And we'll. I want to finish with Barry. A plus. He, okay. okay. I, feel like, I feel like Barry's probably the most. Uh, I feel like it. Well, I feel like I know all of our answers, but I want to hear Barry's. So, add what? Add what do you got? Uh, a plus. A Not plus. Joking. No, no, no. Uh, mine, mine, a. My, mine's a. Mine's a. For the situation and the actual trade for it, I'm saying it's an A minus. A minus. Wow. I like solid. It. Solid. I, I like it. Solid. So I I was also. Th- Alex doesn't do plus or minuses. He does just specific <laughs> grades, right? That's just that is true. That's it's, true. It, there's <laughs> no plus or minuses. So I have to default to B because oh, okay. Interesting. Be- because of the argument brought on by our our uh, good friend Barry Grant Jr. and Anthony. Okay. Anthony Bess, you guys made a good argument in that if Jerry Jones was serious, he put all the fucking chips on the table, and we didn't see him do that, and there was a lot of chatter that that was an option. So Watch the Chiefs get him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck me. I mean, you know what? I'd rather the Chiefs get him than the Giants, the Commanders, or the the Eagles. Keep him him over in the AFC. I'd be more than happy with that. Uh, I'm just going to quickly say it. Uh, I'm I'm actually going to give it, I'm going to give it an A minus two because sure we wanted more. Obviously a Hopkins trade would have been an A plus no matter what we did for it. It would have been an A plus, but for the, the what's surrounding the Brandon Cooks trade, the fact that we got him for such little, the fact mm. that they paid some of his salary and the fact that the guy is still a burner. And I do think he can still be a thousand yard yep. five to yep. seven touchdown type guy. I think it's an A, I think it's an A minus. But it still left a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth. Uh, uh, Barry, before intru- b- before oh, before okay. Barry, I'm going to give some some community oh. some community, and I say community now because we're on multiple platforms. Love it, love live it. And then you're living room on a Sunday show night. Show offs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cowboys fan for life on TikTok says A plus. Okay. We got uh, uh, Divine Gun. He says it's uh, B even. Uh, okay. So an even B, no plus or minuses. Uh, Grant Robinson in the YouTube chat, sorry, our community says C plus. Um, wow. And then and then now Devin Gunn is saying, okay, maybe a B plus simply because of D Hop. <laughs> and then Berto says solid B from me. 
So a lot of people are are, are, are happy about it. Grant Robertson kind of brought our average down from the our Anthem Mines A minus <laughs> uh, with his C plus. It's kind of we're in that B zone. So Barry Barry Grant Jr. of the All Even Podcast. Um, <sighs> what what do you uh, what do you what do you grade this uh, this move? All right, so I have Cooks. to I have to put it all in one pot. Right, so my frustrations with Jerry Jones, the fact that he gaslit me, um, <laughs> the fact, the fact that you know me and AJ had a nice argument this morning, which was very healthy, very healthy. Yeah. Um, I, I, all right, I'm not gonna be too crazy about it. I would give it a B minus. I think okay. because the guy is a solid receiver. Um, he's still, he's still a. Uh, uh, I think somebody's knocking at my door. Hold on. Sure. Once, okay, go, yeah, go, no go. Yeah, go for it. Um, Cowboy, chat. Cowboys fan for life says, considering what we're paying in cap space and trade value, no way it's lower than an A. And I agree. I, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. I just, yeah. uh, the fifth the fifth and the sixth, and then getting them for like, you, you got to see Juju Smith and a bunch of other guys. They're, they're on 11, year, or 11 million a year. So Brandon Cooks is at what, 12 we're going to be paying him? Yeah. He's right on par with any of the other top, 20 wide receivers where I think he could be a, an easy, a top 15 type guy in the right system. There's, I mean, again, there's totally other, I mean, so Grant Roberts is saying there, but there are other factors. Like, I mean, there, yeah, the great, of course there's other factors, but as Alex, when he's nailed, nailing in on a debate, he's kind of honing in onto the, the actual, let's say trade value or the specific lines of the trade. So for what it, for what it was, for who we're getting, and for the current team that we're at pre-draft, I think it's I think it's um, no less than an A. Barry Grant Jr. back. <laughs> yeah, so I I would give it a. And actually, hang on, don't don't just cliffhanger yes. us. Was that was oh, it the sorry. pizza guy? Was it the <laughs> FedEx guy? Like who, who was yeah, it someone yeah, yeah. coming by to borrow some sugar? Like was, what's going on? It was actually my girlfriend. She's coming from school and she didn't have her keys. And you know, you know when you have to pee and you can't oh. find your keys. <laughs> yep. So she's just banging on the door. Let me in. Please. Oh shit! And you're like, you're like, baby, I'm on a podcast right now. She's like, STFU, move out of my way. Right, she's, like, she's like, I don't care. Move out of my way. Right? Hey, that's so, fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I was like, all right, all right, it's fine, it's fine. Um, but yeah, I, I would give it a solid B, honestly, because Brandon Cooks, again, he's a very good player. He's not a malcontent. He's a he's a decent locker room guy. He's always been looked at as just a guy, and that's why he's been on so many teams. For Jerry, the value that they got him at gave him a fifth, a conditional sixth. Um, they're throwing in six million dollars. You can't beat that. So I think Jerry won the trade. Um, but in regards to it leaving a lot to be desired absolutely so i can't give it anything higher than to be hey I, that's fair i okay. respect that i respect that for you like you said putting everything in the pot that's a lot yeah. higher than i thought it was gonna be <laughs> so i'll i'll take i'll take that because you're yeah, because he, he's, he's good he's good he's good he's good he's consistent he's been good on a lot of other teams well barry right. we would love to have you on barry grant of the all even podcast if you guys are trying to check him out he's on instagram he's on twitter he's on youtube he's on everything next show's uh, wednesday Next show is Wednesday night All at right. 6 p.m. I will Pacific, be there. 9 p.m. Eastern. Barry's going to be on there for our fifth mock draft and what other, other crazy free agent news that pops up in the next few days. All right, for the bandwagon boys over there, holding down the fort and me looking like I'm in like a mail room or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mail room and Barry Grant on the East Coast. Hey, guys, we'll see you guys Wednesday. Peace. <laughs>
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 